Hi, I'm Leslie, and I play Whisker, the Yusoki Cyborg Nanosite. Hi, I'm Pan, and I play Power the Stranger, a precog. I'm Richard, and I play NR5E, a sentient robotic operative. I'm Kay, and I play Soul the Solarian. I'm Mark, I play Koto Yoshitada, the Witch Warper and Soldier. I'm Cooper, I play Pons, the Mystic Contemplative. And I'm Adam, your Galactic Manager. Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast. So, usually I do a little skit intro that people will sometimes give me like some nice pity laughs for. Thank you guys very much for that. Thank you so much. Good Thank one, you boss. so much. Uh, you know, then we, we banter a little bit. You deserve a popsicle. And then we get into the intro. But I'm going to do something slightly different today. Okay. Are we fired? So, four of us started playing this game over two years ago at this point, and we had three more incredible people join us halfway. Yes, this season is literally half the show now. (laughs) And I just want to say that the pure consistency of this group is amazing. So, I will try to keep it brief because there is so much I could say, but today, I want to sing people's praises. And I rolled dice to get the order of this, so it's not in anything particular, okay? I've never been more uncomfortable than I am right now. Oh, this is terrible. I cannot take a call. I cannot wait to be roasted. (laughs) Appropriately enough, though, I will be starting with Leslie. Appropriate because they are the reason we are all playing here today. It was Leslie who had the idea and the basement space to play tabletop games something like 13 years ago. That's right. We were basement dwelling tabletop nerds. <laughs> we even had the Mountain Dew. Uh, God, the oh smell. No. The smell. <laughs> Leslie is an incredibly intelligent, dedicated, and invested person who gives their all to everything they do. Someone who makes up the difference if they see a place where other people are struggling. Not because they expect anything in return, but because they are genuinely kind and want to see others succeed. They have a heart so big that it might be medically concerning. (laughs) And a mind so sharp, they should consider ascending their mortal form to become a contemplative. (laughs) (laughs) An inspiring person that makes the lives of many more rich simply by existing, particularly mine. So thank you for everything, my dear friend. You made me cry. Thank you. Cooper is intensely smart, caring, and determined. We worked at the same gymnastics facility, and I already knew I wanted to get to know them better. I really like to surround myself with clever people, and I mean, just look at this group. I think I've done a good job. (laughs) It wasn't until a coworker found out I had GM'd before and proposed we got a game together that I really got a chance to see Cooper in all their chaotic brilliance. (laughs) Choosing to make his first character a troublemaking, poorly statted bard, who stands as one of my favorite characters of all time. Always approaching the situations from an unexpected angle, his creativity shone like a diamond. 
he would be a terrifying player to GM for if he didn't have such an inherent sense of story progression and group cohesion. <laughs> <laughs> with just the right amount of, I press the button. <laughs> Thank you, Cooper, for going on this journey with me. Of course, Adam. Okay, mm -hmm. I am still baffled that they are on this podcast because they are a cut above. A true professional and magnificent person. They came in like soul on a stellar rush and changed the game. How we deal with all aspects of social media and diving into our story and world so thoroughly. And the proof of that lies in the literal 16 page backstory they sent me. And I counted the pages. <laughs> and it was a GM's dream come true. Having all the details to make a fully fleshed out character without any of the red flags that can pop up when one writes, My backstory. <laughs> Kay's passion, charisma, kindness, and knowledge brings life and energy to everywhere they go. Several times I've said that Soul and Kay have merged in my head, and their response is usually, oh no. <laughs> but just as Soul's moat lights up a room, so does Kay. Hmm. Thank you for bringing so much soul to the table. <laughs> Cheers. When Leslie and I were kicking around starting a podcast, we knew we would need players who could carry a heavy story while bringing in characters who had depth and heart. And we knew that if Richard agreed to be on the show, we could not fail. Which only makes sense for someone skilled and smart enough to be a writer, editor, songsmith, singer, and I could go on for a while. Kindly offering up his valuable time to weave this tale. Richard has the kind of charm that draws you in and never lets go. With a splash of whiskey-soaked wisdom on a staggeringly wide breadth of subjects. A true personality who is such a role-playing and storytelling maverick that he can turn a program-driven robot into the most human character of all. So thank you for being the strong anchor point for this group in and out of character. It has been Cheers. a pleasure and an honor. Mark, on the alignment chart, is chaotic lovable. <laughs> <laughs> because he has an inherent plus two to fun. I got to play in a lovely campaign of his recently, and his creative energy propelled it to be a wildly fun and stylish, heartfelt story, which I enjoyed every moment of never failing to give his all in a situation. Mark is the kind of person you want to have in your life. His big heart makes you want to be a better person because you know that you've got a true friend and inspiration walking beside you. His playful nature never fails to get us laughing and smiling when the jokes hit the fan. And he plays his characters like he leads his life. Introspective, intelligent, witty, and dressed as sharp as a knife, honey. Mark's just nodding. <laughs> yes, this is all true. <laughs> Go on. Thank you, Mark, for bringing enough energy to drive this podcast. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Now, I have been told several times that I have a dry sense of humor, which is why Pan and I immediately got on 
like a house on fire because <laughs> I think the British invented dry humor. <laughs> you know, that and because Pan is an incredible, empathetic, engaging person who is so generous with their time that they routinely stay up till three in the morning just to record with us. That's a pleasure. Thank you, Pan. Pan is so cool that when we started playing a stream together, I had to like stay calm because it was like meeting a celebrity in person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because Pan brings a palpable passion to the many projects that they work on. And we are truly favored to have them on this podcast. And it will be a detriment to lose them when they either transcend this podcast, which is likely to happen any moment, or they must return to mourning the queen, as is their civic duty. <laughs> oh, of course. Of oh, course it would be that. And how dare you, sir? Dare you. We are a people in mourning. So we'll not stand. <laughs> However, I'm prepared to make a small amendment because I'm very touched and I'm not going to cry about it. I couldn't show this face to the queen. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> I just realized I drank a cup of tea as I said that as well. Cheers to all of you guys. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. I'll be toasting with water, but yes, it is a pleasure. Now I feel like I'm obligated to pour a whiskey for the afterburner tonight. Right. <laughs> I, I did not come here to be attacked with kindness. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I came at you from the one angle you weren't expecting. I want to point out for the record that this feels exactly like greasing a hog and we should all be looking for the <laughs> <No>. cattle shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are we fired? <laughs> yeah, are, are we all dying? Are all of our characters dead? Is that what this is? I got my third character pulled up right now. <laughs> Just in case. Just pull it lost. <laughs> well, with all that said, are you guys ready to get this thing started? God's yes. Oh, I'm so ready. Oh yes. Yes. First came the carrot. All now right. comes the stick. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that I've said all of that, you guys cannot be mad at me about what happens next in the Tomes wow. of Emergency Power, <laughs> Volume 3, Chapter 26. Rebel, 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 rebel. So you move up the staircase to Narian's lab, and inside is a sterile room. White walls and glass ceilings which arch up and give the room an ethereal light. A long table with various holograms takes over the center of the room, with many tools and vials resting on its surface. A hollow diagram of a brain dominates the wall opposite while superconductors hum nearby. To the right stands a twin chamber with room enough for only one clone apiece. The one closer was where the creation of pawns took place. Standing nearby is a telescope which points towards outer space. On the left side is a smaller chamber, windowless with a closed door. Its walls are lined with lockers and more computers and a wash basin. And towards the back is a desk, cluttered by books, papers, trinkets, computer components and there's a high back chair with someone sitting in it. And they're flanked by two Infernex soldiers with guns drawn. 
this handsome man with vidstar qualities is seated looking haggard and beaten. Their slick gray suit is wrinkled and weathered by the cables that bind him, and his dark hair is disheveled, and he sports a bruise that is beginning to form on one eye. A shotgun is pressed up against his temple, and he looks at you all silently through a furrowed brow, and despite being bound and beaten, you can see something unmistakable. He means business. <gasps> it's um, Mr. Business. Is it, is it really? Uh, Pons would like to do a telepathic huddle really fast and just relay. I have to stop you right there. Yes. Because you have a mind circlet on. Ooh. <laughs> You're right. Ooh. We Sorry. immediately start firing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll start blasting. <laughs> I've got to remember that. Okay. <laughs> so you go in and you're thinking really hard at everybody, but nothing's happening. They're just ignoring yeah. we, you. We, we look over at Pawns like, what? Are you, are you, are you, trying, are you going to say something? Yeah, he like turns you look and looks at everyone as he's speaking to them telepathically and you just hear nothing. You're muted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then uh, he'll, he'll, he'll whisper, I believe that's who contacted me. Do they notice us right now, Adam? Yes. The person in the chair, who you're presuming is Mr. Business, is staring at you, as are the two Infernax soldiers. Do you want me to go and talk to him? I feel a little bit ill-equipped to deal with situations. Perhaps you can talk from here, then so close to the soldiers. Hi, how's it, how's it going? Hans <laughs> waves one little hand. <laughs> So you do that, and just one of the eyebrows so slowly goes up a little bit. And as you call out like that, the door to the small inner chamber slides aside, and a voice claws its way out. Well, 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 it's about time. I was getting tired of waiting. And out steps the grim dervish. And when he comes out, the view is something entirely different than what you had seen before. Adorned in their crypt black suit stands a creature that's roughly the same height as all of you. But what catches your eye more is the startling face. It's not the irritatingly handsome one you've come to see before. His features seem to be elongated and wrapped around a snout with scales protruding in disjointed place. And his breathing seems to be more sporadic and his eyes have this wild quality to them that weren't present last time. This isn't akin to the dervish that I saw in the dream or vision while we were floating through space time, was it? No, that one was a more elegant, elderly man. Yeah, okay. Wearing assistive technology. Is there any kind of mysticism or life science we could do to try and... Yeah, throw some stuff out. Um, okay. I'll throw a life science. It should be yeah. decent at that. Yeah. I'm gonna mysticism this. What what uh, what checks can we do here? 17. What you got? I'm gonna just, do a mysticism as well. Just, uh, I, just I can do engineering. I can do mysticism, <laughs> physical science. Life science twelve. Specimen unknown. Twenty one for mysticism. Okay. 
What else we got? Uh, since since no one else did it, I'll do physical science. Okay. It's a big rock. You know, because of the situation, before you What's tell me that roll, I would be actually willing to let you do engineering, Leslie. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'll just tip my I hand already, on that one. <laughs> I mean, I already rolled, but uh, I will. It's uh, a jellyfish. I'll just take this die. That's a 36 engineering. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Yep. Now, the combination between those rolls, essentially what you guys are picking up based on what you've seen with Twizich and Feather, this seems to be like a malformed clone. So it's not wholly as perfect as the other one was. Oh, did we catch you at a bad time? <laughs> Gives a little smile. You look like you just woke up. This f***ing guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> despite the delay, I cannot say I was disappointed by that little show y'all put on. In fact, I am impressed. Having all the firepower in the city at your fingertips. And you turned it on your enemies without remorse. Whew. When them guns started rocking the place, it was like a symphony. And he starts like moving his hands like a conductor. <laughs> I felt downright fatherly pride, which is the first time I felt that in a while. Where is that boy, by the way? Good, it has been rather our life goal to impress you. <laughs> if only you hadn't failed so much before. Anyways. And their eyes seem to scan around, searching for something. I see you didn't bring the boy. Well, that's fine. I mean, there ain't that many places you could have gone and hit them anyways, right? And their eyes kind of look around. I doubt you left them with the uh, breathless, just a hunch. I wonder where else you might have put them. It's a great big universe. You are free to speculate as much as you wish, but you should arrive at your thesis statement before I gun down this form like I did the last one. <laughs> and he laughs with this kind of wild energy. Well, it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure I'll find him eventually. But <laughs> forgive me. I know y'all didn't come to see me this time. So, uh, and he gestures. Why don't y'all come inside? Old Grey Matter's waiting for you. And he turns around and walks back into the room. Soul's gonna look over at Pons, check how he's doing. Same with Whisker. P Pons is just looking down after seeing the dervish's current form and normally very calm, you do see some very small shivers of his tiny little limbs. And just like in the quietest voice, I guess we just have to follow him. Just stay close, Pons. What about your friend? I gesture to the fellow in the, uh, in the suit. We can't do anything just yet. Understood. As you guys look over, one of the Infernic soldiers jabs the person in the suit in the ribs. How how bad is he doing? Like, obviously he was beat up. Is he tortured to the point that his life could be threatened soon? From what you see, it doesn't appear that they are in danger of death, but they do not look well off, to be sure. Just making sure. Can we, like, he's obviously been beat up. He's got a mm -hmm. shotgun to his head. Can we, like, sense motive? Like, what is his 
How is he handling this? Is he resigned? Is he plotting something? Give me a sense motive. I'm going to jump in on that, detective. It's only a 15. Sure. 29. Thank the gods. (laughs) All right, 5e, analyzing this situation. They do appear to be not what you'd expect when someone has been captured and tortured. They appear to have this air of control about them. And to what Sol asked, they may be planning something, but it is hard to say since their face is fairly impassive. But they do not look resigned in any way. Sol will put their hand on Ponza's shoulder again and just say very quietly, you're not alone, we're right here with you. Yeah, Pons nods and just, I, I need to know that he's okay. Well, come on now, don't keep him waiting. Kind of startled. We so appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> and we'll just glare daggers and wait for everyone else to start going. I think I'm gonna, I think Koto's gonna have her rifle drawn just in case. 5e's already got his pistol out as well. Oh yeah, I think I think we've all got weapons out here, definitely. And real quick, move you guys to the map. 5e steps up next to Pons and says, do you mind if I enter first? I think that would be best. 5e steps into the room and walks directly adjacent to the dervish. Okay, so I have brought up a map and you guys are free to move as you choose. <gasps> Oh my god, there's like a glowy I know, this is field so cool going on. What what is that glowy field, Adam? That is the sunlight being diffused through the glass dome ceiling. Okay. It's not like a barrier or anything. Soul will stay next to Pons since Pons is the one in the rather rocky emotional state right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whisker's gonna stand up right behind 5e. Okay. You guys are forming a conga line of whoop ass. I love is it. what I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, I want to go. Da, 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 I'm going to go da, to the ta. side of 5e. The cha is whenever we shoot our laser beams. Da, 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 pew. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to be in a straight line. So, you guys move into this room which pawns this was once Narian's study. I see him. So he's so, he's so I see big. Him. Why is Nerian's huge? He's an elder brain. He's large size. An Infernex soldier stands next to a computer console that seems to be rigged up to the chamber, and it all looks frighteningly like what you found in the Kurdan Manor. And even with you standing right in front of him, 5e, the dervish stands before it and sweeps their hands wide, and are illuminated by the glowing runes that surrounds and encompasses the tube. And he has this unhinged smile going on. Now, I had to do a rush job before your arrival because that pesky businessman kept me at bay for far too long. (laughs) I almost missed the homecoming. But fortunately, this Akeshti body's got tendency and tenacity. Narian's first clone and all that. And it wasn't as perfect as I would like, but hell, it is sure a whole lot of fun. So go on and say hello. And he gestures to Narian's in this tube, who, as you guys have commented on, seems to be massively sized, much larger than you remember, Pons. What? Okay. The Narian's (laughs) I knew was never this big. Pons, 
What's going on? If if Pons could have a face of anger, that's the closest. I <laughs> tiny little fist clenches. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't mind taking just a step back, so our friend can be reunited. Large smile at the dervish. <laughs> can we tell like what, how far along this process is compared to the one for Feather and Twisted Junior? Yeah, go ahead. Give me life science or engineering, please. Uh, that is a 35 engineering. Okay. So what you see happening in there is similar to what was happening with Twizich and Feather. However, they are not showing the same tendencies, the, the growths of like a tail or horn or red skin, anything like that. Now what instead you're seeing are these pulsing green veins. God. Uh, yeah, Pons is, is going to kind of Dart trying to go past Kodo a little bit. What? What did you? What are you doing to him? What? None of this is right. <laughs> and obligingly to what Soul has said, the dervish five foot steps out of the way, watching all of you. <laughs> and as they do, they yeah, uh, they snap their fingers a couple times, and the Infernex soldier looks down at the computer and presses a few buttons on there. Oh God, oh, oh no, oh. oh no. As you see a neon black light blare into view. You know, for once, I don't really feel like talking actually. Let's just do this. Good. So what I said, get in here. It ain't the room I meant. And you're about to find out what I did. And as this neon begins to glow. It spreads out and encompasses the entire room that you guys are in. I, I prepare to fire. Okay. And as this happens, you see Narian's brain begin to throb and it grows even larger than it had already oh, been. No. Oh, for the yeah. For the uh, listeners at home, like Narian's is a large sized creature. Yeah, yeah. SUV sized brain. Seriously. <laughs> you it's could fit like four disturbing. Uzis on that. <laughs> As psychic waves begin to... <laughs> a pain, unlike anything you have ever experienced, racks your mind with an overwhelming force and pawns and pawns alone. Give me a will save. Oh, oh no. You have, you have the circlet. You have yeah, the circlet. How does, yep. how does the circlet interfere with that? Secondhand crew versus pawns. Oh, no. Basically, that first wave of defense is why you get a save and no one else does. Oh, yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> that changes my perception of things just a bit. Mm. Could I use my once a day uh, bonus save using life science, mysticism, or... Uh, let's see, I have another one. I have a contemplative ability, though, that lets me replace that for my will save once a day. Yes, you may. Okay, would it be life science? It's not physical science, is it? It's a, it's whatever the creature's, yeah. it's whatever the creature's type is, so... Uh, life science, then. It's a 24. Okay, thank you. Oh, no. Don't what? like that thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will come back to you in a second, Cooper. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. This is fine. This is fine. I know you already gave the answer, Adam, but I just need to confirm that, like, 
and R5E is affected by this? They are indeed. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. What? 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 <laughs> what just happened? What? No. Wow, okay. What? I missed it. We have been transported. Changed. Yeah, I think I think Cooper saved, and maybe we didn't want Pons to save that. Wait, what? We're on a map. The world is shattering, and the dervish is huge. Everything's normal on my side. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. What's wrong with you guys? Adam has pulled everyone except Cooper into a new map. Yeah. Soul's in bed. Soul's asleep. This is great. <laughs> so everyone except Pawns, you blink awake, leaving a painful dream. And there's there's a haze in your head, and you feel sluggish, and your body feels unresponsive. As you look around and realize that you have been here before, but of course you have, since you just woke up. A severe room of lined metal and that hulking tiefling that's standing before you three times the size of before. And the rest of the room plays out around them, bending and stretching, you know, as walls normally do. No, no. Whoa! That right there was a wild ride. <laughs> now let's see here. Whose head are we examining first? And they begin to look around. Inside of a ship, bare bones, officer's quarters, if I had to guess. What are we thinking here, boys? Not rugged enough to be mercs. No Starfinder emblems. Private security. Absalom enforcers. Unity front. And then a large menacing smile spreads across their now handsome features as you watch their burning eyes alight upon a figure that stands within the scene. I-D-F. And as you look around, you see more than just the second-hand crew. You see a small Yosoki woman wearing a green and white uniform, not entirely unlike that of Vin Harkion. Nima stands near a distorted desk, seemingly confused and disoriented. Nima! Whisker, give me a will save. Oh, gosh. Oof. Well, we're picking us apart with will saves. Oof. Oh, man. Well, that's being rolled, can I just ask, can I see this? Because Soul is in a room with a closed door. <laughs> Am I cut off or well, can I see At least you this? have a toilet. The rest of us are shitting our pants. Right? <laughs> I mean, I am offended that the toilet is literally right next to the bed. That's not how you guys... It's across uh, the room from it, the bed. That's, you know, There's it's like that... There's two feet between the It's the, the new sci-fi studio apartments. It saves a lot of space and a lot of money for the developers. Just make sure it's on the feet side of the bed and you're fine. Is this a mind-affecting or sleep effect? It is a mind-affecting will save, yes. Okay, does it specifically target constructs? Not specifically, but it okay. is inclusive. It, but it is inclusive, okay. As you're looking around in this little room, Soul, that looks like a private quarters, you can see that fragments of the wall are missing, and beyond that, you can see what looks like parts of a ship floating through space. And what was that will save, Whisker? That's a 19. Thank you very much. I don't like the way you're saying that. <laughs> Is this you know, the, the Sun Siren? Oh, it's very familiar to the Sun Siren. Oh, this is just too good. All right, all right, who else we got? 
What's going on back there? And as you blearily look across a fractured chasm, the interior wall of the Sun Siren breaks into a hundred pieces that splay out and begin merging with another ship, one small and quaint, and in there stand two figures holding their head, a fiery moat orbiting each person. Soul is going to give me a will save. Oh my god. Just let me know when I can attack because like I'm desperately trying to shoot him right now. Oh, I know. Nothing's <laughs> just nothing's coming out of the finger guns right now. <laughs> you're trying to move and you're just having so much difficulty controlling your body. Yeah, Soul is like trying to throw themselves towards that other ship. This is not a fear effect, is it? It could be, yeah. Okay. Sure is scaring like me. That. So that's a 26. Because I get nice. a plus two to uh, rolls against fear effects. So as the dervish is speaking, like a wire snapping, Whisker and Soul, you have this sudden realization of what's going on, and you burst fully out of this stupor. And everyone else, even though you're having difficulty moving, you begin to understand that you're in some strange, warped mindscape, powered by Nerians, but guided by the Dervish. Oh my god. And this place is not real, but it's just as dangerous as if it was. And this Good. time, the fight isn't in your hands, it's in your minds. Everyone roll for initiative. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh my days. And pawns, I would like you to do the same. Oh. <gasps> A fight on two fronts? Oh, this is fucking awesome. All right, why don't y'all tell me who's up in initiative? <laughs> uh, Koto rolled a 20, and the last time we fought the Dervish, I lost a character, so I prepared with a with a nice little bevy. It's a morning bevy, yeah. but uh, <laughs> something tells me I'm going to need it. Nice. You might. Absolutely Beer for fair. breakfast. Yeah. Beer for breakfast, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, who's I'll next? I'll tell you what. Uh, power roll of 19. I have a cup of tea. Uh... Not quite as cool as the boss. <laughs> Shout out your initiative and your beverage of choice. Yeah. <laughs> In our 5 e gets a 16 with my bottle of water and my ice cream sandwich I ate off camera. Yes. <laughs> Soul got a 12 and I am triple fisting with wine, hot tea, and water. Pog? You're doing what? You got a water combo. The drink goblin needs to have three drinks at a time. <laughs> three different bottles, by the way. It was not all in one no, cup. Yeah, it's like and, triple fisting 100%. Yeah, yeah. and th two of the three are purple. Excellent. You've got a theme. Whisker is uh, coming in the bottom of the order on this map with an 11, and I am drinking, uh, I have a water, and I have a glass of mead from the local meadery. I feel like this makes sense, Leslie, because you and I are the ones with family on the map. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah, have I to wait. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. All right. And Pons on the original map rolled a two for a total of a five. Yeah, all three Yay. with family on the map. Wow. So we'll just settle up with that later. Let the strangers oh, go first. All right. Let's get this started. Koto, you are up first. Okay. 
Koto kind of looks out into this little mindscape and she's like, okay, it's not a shift. I'm not hungry. This we, we, I, I'm present, I'm here. She levels her rifle at the dervish and says, you, in the name of the Wasty Space Armada, I will end you here before you have a chance to wreak havoc in this universe. Prepare to meet your yes. maker. And she opens with the full attack of her laser rifle. Oh, yes! Oh my god. I got big. My name is Inigo Montoya. Prepare to die energy right there. There it is. <laughs> Alright, full attack. Well, there's one, and then here's the other. Okay, so I got a 19 and then a 20 against EAC. It's EAC, huh? Correct. All right, so you pull up your gun and you unleash two shots. And as you're saying this, they turn to you and like, what is the species? What? What? And then <laughs> these shots pass straight through them. Oof. And they oh. do not appear to have made contact. Okay, that's, uh, that's her turn. Para. Okay. Um, seeing that the shot didn't do anything, I'm gonna try the old trick from last time. Uh, pa reaches out, uh, twists her arm in the air, uh, trying to ensnare the dervish in a uh, time loop. So save us 16. That was a 28. Uh, oh. So they look over and the time begins to warp around them and you see they just kind of dust off their jacket and then it goes <laughs> and they look over and they like wave a finger at you like I remember that one and I don't think it's gonna work again my friend oh boy we shall see it's Big Red's time uh, how about no how so about they take just a little step over to the side and move right up in front of Nima and they look down and they seem to be casting something now, seems like you appear to be part of this ship. Why don't you just go ahead and tell me all about it? And Anima is going to need to make a will save. What? I feel like maybe this Wait. is more like an etherealness type of spell rather than yeah, it is well, a dreamscape. Like, I thought that we were in Soul's mind, but now I'm like, is this being cast against the actual Nima from like light years away? It, I feel like it Who's could be. To say? Oh my god. Hmm. Okay. I mean, based off of his powers, it seems like that's a total possibility. Seriously. Yeah, just like, because he's use, he's hooked up Nerians to, like, act as a big ol' antenna. Yep, conduit. Oh, Nerians like is this. the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, team. As you see, <laughs> Nima's eyes glaze over orange. Orange. Oh no, she's been possessed. She failed. You guys would recognize this from when you saw Bomber. Uh, oh no. In R5E, you're up. Okay. That's a bummer. I'm gonna take a step forward, several steps forward toward the middle of the room. Okay, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. Okay. As you move over an area of the floor that is no longer present. Hopefully 5E doesn't have too much trouble with a 31. It was a 32. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured. Easily move over this gap. You take a step and you basically glide over it. 5e senses that we are not dealing with normal laws of physics and reality here. So he's going to attempt a sense motive check 
against the Dervish to determine how he's reacting to 5e's movement. Basically, what I want to know is, what does he not want me to do right now? Like, in terms of where mm. I go in the room. Does he give a physical response that indicates, like, oh, I hope that robot doesn't step over there. <laughs> Tarnation. <laughs> what? Tarnation? I don't know how well a 21's going to fly, so... Okay. Probably not good enough to get a read on him. <laughs> you, know, you you go towards that little gap and you see this big smile and then you jump over and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as you look over, they don't seem to be paying you that much mind. They seem to be looking down at Nima. They seem to be more focused on collecting information than bothering about you. Okay. I'm seeing a strange large circle on this uh, map that I don't, don't like. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Someone's planning their next move. Don't worry about it. I have an action left, but I honestly don't know what to do with it other than I'm going to continue my movement to here. Yeah, here. Is that a hole? Yeah, that makes oh, oh, that's that's like it's a large hole. Uh, okay. Big hole. There. there, then. That'll do. Uh, what I'm really trying to do is just position myself so that if he moves through... Uh, path that's adjacent to me, I can attempt to stand still. Can I posit something, guys, real quick? Sure. If Big Red is using Nuriz as, an, as a, a conduit, it stands to reason that if he's using it to get into our minds, then Nima could just represent something, maybe in Whiskershead, just as, or even Souls, just as the, the twins represent their knowledge of them. I mean, it might not be reaching out that far, it might be just be like sucking out of us. Yeah. Yeah. That is. That is definitely a possibility as well. I'm not saying that we should shoot Nemo, I'm just saying like, you know. It, the mind. thought had crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine too, I was going to try and gauge the reaction. We don't know, we know that Nemo was handed over to the IDF. We don't know specifically where they're posted right now. Uh, especially since um, we just had that communication with Vin and they said that they were being relocated and mm. they were relocating the Yusuke with them. Mm. So we don't really know their location uh, currently, so they wouldn't be able to glean that from us. True. Okay. Yeah, and if he's trying to get information about the ship, we don't... Well, Soul might have a little bit of it, but Whisker doesn't. That's what I was saying. I thought maybe that would be representative of Soul's mind. It's like some sort of souped-up psionic projection where he actually can reach into other people's minds. Exactly. But, hmm. If our connections are conduit... Yeah, he might be using us as a conduit to to reach out, but I think he's actually reaching out to the real Nima right here. Okay. Oh, let's let's get it then. This is all speculation. As I said, a, a mere posit. I'm remaining studiedly neutral. <laughs> yeah. Sure you are. That's the hell on. It's weird. Adam is like, <laughs> there is no war in bossing say. <laughs> Soul, you're up. All right. Obviously, Sol is going to immediately align. With uh, the Dervish? Photon. You're going to switch sides? Pull brain? Yes, absolutely. I'm on the winning side. Thank you all kindly. It's been a lovely ride. Um, uh, Photon is my only option at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got some questions. <laughs> Throw them out. So I can see through this room, but it's going to take an object interaction to open the door, I assume? Or is that something I'm going to have to walk up and find out? How, how boxed in am I? as far as the door is concerned. Why don't you go ahead and give me a mysticism roll? Okay, I was going to ask for that soon anyway. Uh, that's a 24. 
it's very possible that as you move through this area, you could potentially just pass through this door or maybe will it out of the way. It's hard to say because you haven't really tried anything, but right. this is not physics of the real world. So it's hard to right. say. Not saying anything, not doing anything yet because Soul has actually like half frozen upon seeing Ethel and Asa. They're going to look through this cracked wall and just look. Do I think it's actually them? Do I think they could hear me? Before I do anything, I need to at least understand this. Going off that mysticism check that you gave me, they appear to be beginning to move around and react in ways not dissimilar to how when you guys arrived, you felt groggy and sluggish. They appear to be doing something like that. Oh, I really don't want to do the dumb thing, but I think Soul might do the dumb thing. You gotta do the dumb thing. <laughs> oh, it's really freaking dumb, but they are in a panic. Soul is going to spend a resolve point to turn invisible. Oh, interesting. And they're just going to shout, Ethel, Asa, run, get away from here. And they're going to draw their sword and move forward, just try, and then, hold on, I wanna measure a thing. All right, so they are going to attempt to move through this wall only about 20 feet. And they're watching the dervish, they're watching the Jameli through these half-shattered walls, and that is their turn. Okay. Whisker. Oh my gosh. You, Jimang. Don't you touch her! And I am going to run up uh, 30 feet. Will put me Do here. It. Right south of the dervish. And I'm going to attack him. <laughs> Should I know thing. you? Did I miss one of the, the clan? Because uh, you look familiar, but I don't know you. <laughs> you know me soon enough? Here comes the attack. That's a 22 against KAC. I'm sorry. No, really? No. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Okay. All right. And mm -hmm. I'm going to spend a Nanite Surge as a swift action. I create my Cloud Array. Nice. Very good. Who are you going to cover in that? I'm going to cover... Eight squares, uh, Nanite Surge uh, puts it around Whisker, NR5E, and Nima. Nice. Very good. And that is my turn. All right. So we're going to cut away from that for just a moment. Oh, my God. Pawns, you watch as all of the other secondhand crew members fall to the ground. The only one left standing by the end is the Dervish. And they have their arms still stretched out and their eyes are closed and their chin is to the sky. And then after a moment, their eyes open and they fall upon you. And you see the smile begin to play at one side of their mouth. Just like Narians, I knew you was gonna be a problem. And they begin to walk forward, stepping over your friends, teeth showing wide, and all of a sudden, you are alone. Whoops. And 
and I'm just gonna move right over next to you. I can't see anything. Oh, oh my god. Gosh. It's there okay. Dervish is a weak little lizard thingy yeah. in uh, in that universe. Mm. In, in, in that in the real world. Hmm. Perhaps. So the dervish moves up to you, and as they do, those hands that had been outstretched begin to burn on fire. They light up, and they reach out, and they're just going to try to put their hand on top of your brain. Does a 17 EAC get you? No, that does not. <laughs> I must have been close. I'm not too squishy anymore. No, no fried brains today. Ah, glad to hear it. But you are basically pinned back against a wall with the dervish yes. standing directly in front of you oh. as you essentially just float back slowly as he reaches out after you. And oh, Pons, you pons. are up. Okay, so Pons just looks at all of his friends fall into the ground and what, what, what did you, what did you do? What are you doing to everyone? And he takes, can I take the circlet off and still do something for a moment? Yeah, uh, let me, I'm really nervous too, but I can't do anything else. <laughs> okay, face. Immediately yeah. takes off the circlet. I can't physically to. do anything else. I can't punch him. Does if nothing. you want yeah. to go ahead and use your move action to pull that thing off, you absolutely can. Screw it. Okay. <gasps> Hell yeah, Pons. Pons <laughs> is going to rip off the mind circlet, tossing it down to the ground. Oh. And he's crushing and, it with his foot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to take a while. Just throws it into a vat of lava. Yeah, and <laughs> once again, his small arm is going to be encased in this purple energy as he tries to reach out towards the dervish's face. He's going to ca uh, cast Grim Insight, and that is probably not going to hit. That was what is only it? an 18. 18 versus what? K-E-I-C. That's a hit, my friend. Hey! All right. Oh, 18 nice. hits, but my 22. Well, the doesn't. physical body <laughs> is probably yeah, I know, this I is know. happening. <laughs> okay, so with that hitting, he needs to make a will save to prevent the secondary effect for it. You got it. Get it, Pawns. Pawns the aggressor. That is a natural one. Yes! Woo! Oh, heck yes. All right, he is shaken. And then he's also going to take a whole lot of damage. So let's see what that is. He's going to take 32 Whoa! psychic damage. Whoa! Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, horny boy. The shaken, he is going to basically <laughs> Shaken, flash. not stirred. Yes, uh, he's going to get a minus two to almost everything. His saves, his attack rolls. Um, yeah. Uh, Any D20, checks. I think, is a shaken. Yep. And then... He's going to have the vision of him melting in his current body flash through his mind. Damn, how much damage does that spell do? And how long does the Shaken last for? The Shaken is one round per level, so eight oh. rounds. Wow. Okay. 
Pawns, you play of it. the game right there. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Pawns for throwing off the bottling circlet. <laughs> yeah, now what happens, Adam? That's what I'm nervous about. I'm so nervous he's going to be joining us. Yeah. We'll see in a minute. I mean, that's not that's okay. not no, that's not a insignificant amount of damage though. Like 37 yeah. damage. Oh, Come it was on. Good. Mm. I mean, that's like my max damage, right? All right. So back on what looks like the Sun Siren. We're at the top of round two. And as you guys are maneuvering around, trying to get in place to either attack the dervish or somehow get Nima out of the way, you see the dervish, this giant, basically three-story tall guy, reel back and take a step. Oh. And unfortunately for them, they need to roll a concentration check. Oh. Okay. Which is not usually something that's in Starfinder rules, lawyers. I know. It's just one of those weird things where, like, it is in Starfinder, but it's very, very hard to find out how to do it in Starfinder. Yeah, most of the time it's just you spend your standard action to continue concentrating. Exactly. But uh, I instituted this at the end of season two that sometimes the big bosses will have concentration checks mm -hmm. it makes sense that, that, a, that a boss would have more actions to, you know right in certain situations it's a boss. and it as is like true to my roles that is a crit yeah. <laughs> oh. so they maintain their concentration <laughs> a you know you've failure. tried that several times leslie and it's never gonna work <laughs> <laughs> so they maintain <laughs> this hold over Nima. However, they seem to be set back for a second. Koto, you're up. Koto is going to move uh, north 25 feet to get right in front of Para. While she's moving, she's going to go ahead and put her rifle back on her back. As she gets mm -hmm. in front of Para, she's going to say, okay, so weapons don't seem to be affecting it right now. Let's try focusing on magic. Sounds like a good idea. And then let me just make sure I'm in the right spot for this for range. Okay. So then Koto begins waving her arms. Her wings get covered in that rainbow colored energy once more. They turn into old cut up sharp circuit boards and she flings junk shards at the dervish. Uh, the dervish just okay. needs to roll a reflex save. That is a 10. That's a failure. So you take 12 points of piercing and slashing damage. Nice. Right, you throw this over and the image appears to actually get cut this time as opposed to before when things went straight through it. Nice. Take that, bastard. All right, is that your full turn? That is my turn. All right, Hara. Taking Kota's leave, uh, Hara steps off from the side there. Uh, I'm gonna use overheat. Okay. Does Dervish have to make concentration checks from getting hit by Koto? That's a good question. Might I would say yes. Make a reflex save? That is a 20 total. Uh, it takes half damage, so that is five damage. Five damage, okay. So you lay out this burst of flames that goes over and encompasses the tiefling. And when you're done, they look over at you, like they get the dust off their shoulder and like, <laughs> you just did that to a tiefling. <laughs> you realize that, right? <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought y'all would learn by now. <laughs> As it comes back around to the dervish's turn once more, he looks down expectantly towards Nima. Well, why don't you just go ahead and start telling me where you're at right now, where you're going, just all the fun details you feel like giving me right now. 
Nima, don't say anything. I'm aboard the Sun Siren ship of the IDF. We are heading towards Castrovel. Crap. Wow, okay, I was not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, little lady. And they appear to look away from Nima as if they no longer care for their existence. And you see the orange fade from their eyes as the dervish looks across a gap at another ship. I wonder what knowledge they got. Ah, voila! And I'm just gonna move them over right to the edge of this chasm. And uh, if attack anyone of opportunity, away, please. Can use oh, attack of opportunity. Nice. Thank you. I want to see what's going on. Don't think I, he's within my reach. So. <laughs> Sorry, Cooper. <laughs> All right. That is a 27 against KAC. Woo, that'll do it. So as he runs right past Nima, Whisker just like imitates a sword slash and does 25 slashing damage. Nice. So let's go. All right, you slash into them as they're walking away and you see them flinch and they look back. Dovetails are always a problem, aren't you? You don't even know the half of it. <laughs> NR5E. Nima's a surprise nanocyte as well. Sivy <laughs> will advance through the nanite cloud in front of Whisker as part of a trick attack uh, and discharge a semi-automatic pistol at the dervish and hope for the best. Okay. Sense motor for trick attack is a 37. Spicy. The attack roll is a 22 against KAC. 22 against KAC? Sorry. Oh, wait, but he's flat-footed because of trick attack? That is a good point. Yeah. Because I, yeah, because I made the trick attack. Correct. So he's flat, yeah. flat oh, footed that attack. Then that will hit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nice. All right. Sweet. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. Cool. Cool. And All this right. is why knowing the rules is a good thing and why I always get blindsided because I don't know any of them. Take 19 <laughs> piercing damage. Oh, we find That's must. So what I was going to do that turn, by the way, was to trick attack Naima with a stun baton. But it doesn't really seem like a relevant course of action anymore. That was, please, that's an interesting way to go. Knocking on the name might be the way forward, actually. Not anymore. No, I was going to grab her and pull her away. But... I thought you were going to say toss off the ship. <laughs> Yeet! I mean, hmm. No secrets for you. Yeah, but they've already got what they want. Soul, you're up. What have these gods' damn siblings done? If anything, since my last turn. <laughs> Why'd you give me a perception? They're sitting there munching on popcorn. Everyone is standing in my blast radius. It's only a ten. Just hanging out. Yeah, I think there is just so much stuff going on and in the way, it's kinda hard to tell what's going on over there. They haven't physically moved anywhere as far as you can see. Alright. And the dervish is standing at this ledge? At the very precipice, okay. about to take a big all step across. I just thought that it was like some kind of like roller rink carpet. You know those things <laughs> right? from the 90s? Like, it has a little bit of that feel. Uh, I can hear the Miami sound machine playing in the background. <laughs> Are you throwing shade at Vin's 
like set dressing and their rug choices. <laughs> Look, she is beautiful, but she's a little bit too fond of green. This fabric was imported I from heard that soul. <laughs> and I'll say it again. <laughs> All uh, right. What are you doing? No more, um, no more stalling. Further aligning to Photon. I was going to try and explode, but everyone has moved into my blast radius. Uh-huh. Um, I've had that for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah. knew that. <laughs> this is um, ill-advised, but I believe I have exactly enough space to do this. Tell me if I'm wrong, GM. I'd like to bull rush the dervish. Yes. Good call. Oh. Interesting. If Send you give into space. me an acrobatics check, please. Because there are missing parts of the floor, and it is warping around you and rising and falling in weird ways. Parkour. That's only a 12. A 12, huh? I have plus four to acrobatics checks, but rules is written only out of combat. I would be willing to popsicle that. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be fun. If you do that, it will automatically succeed. Oh, because... That is good because I plan to do the push five feet bull rush and I knock this her off the platform. Sounds, and that has to be KAC plus eight. Sounds like a popsicle is being used. All right. Yeah. I if there was going to be a time. Yes. If there was going to be a time. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, wait, does it? Oh, no, that doesn't Fights matter. with the dervish are not times to hoard popsicles. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a space manipulation left from Para? No. 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 Oh. The tower so, took it out of them. Yeah. 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 Par just cast that that fast slow again. You know what? <laughs> you guys are all bad. You guys are all bad. You guys are all bad. It was a little mean. You guys are all bad. That is that. That That's is fair. really mean. That's completely <laughs> fair. No further questions. You know, Pan. You could just retort like, "Why didn't you roll better?" Yeah, yeah, just guys. <laughs> yeah, I just gave you guys the opportunity. It wasn't my Don't fault. You, you failed. <laughs> right? I, I personally so love it. Just waste it. <laughs> okay. Soul smash into my giant tiefling, please. I am attempting and not having. Technically speaking, so number one, I am invisible, so this breaks my invisibility, which is annoying as heck. But that was gonna be my that was gonna be my wheeling and dealing for trying to get a better roll. I see. On this. <laughs> He's also still flat-footed. It's true. This is true. And because bull rush is a standard movement, I could have taken my movement to step back and then charge forward. So yeah, Soul invisibly takes like, looks over at the Sibs, can't make any sense of what's happening, sees the dervish going towards them, takes two steps back, doesn't even have their sword out yet. They are in such a panic over what they are seeing. And through the invisibility, you all just see a fireball light up in a seemingly empty space and then charge forward as they just slam themselves shoulder first into the dervish, attempting to throw him off of this ledge and into the void, the gap below. And you, you just hear, stay away from my family! Yes. Oh my God. Okay, go ahead and roll him. I have to find my inventory now. And he is flat-footed, correct? Yes. Correct. So I'm going to add a plus two to this. Kay's face just lit up. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. Well, that's technically a 21 against KAC. Oh, no. 
But I am going to use the feature that I did not use last fight because it's also a natural one. Nice. This is a good time to do yeah, that. Do it, 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 do it. I haven't steered you wrong a minute. Not 20? That's a 27 against KAC. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's it's against KAC plus KAC eight plus though, right? Eight. Eight push it to okay. push. <laughs> but flat footed. Okay, so it's not a save, it's just against their armor class. I will tell you that you had to hit a 29. Oh, holy crap. Flat-footed. That surprise me. Yep. Oh. Um. So you smash into them, and you see them reach out and grab onto one of these walls that's breaking apart, and they hang uh, on as they look back at you as you burst into flames and smash into them. And just appear. Like. Uh Uh-huh. What do you mean? Where did you come from? I didn't know we had extras in the party. He he does take seven points of fire damage, which goes down to two. But he does take some fire damage. <gasps> Taken. Chip, chip, chip oh, no. away. I'm imagining that's your whole turn. That's, that's, yep. Mm-hmm. One day, you're going to smash into something very large and shoot it away from you. One it's day. going to feel very good. <laughs> Whisker, you're up. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Given that we're in this mindscape and it's not actually like the IDF ship, if I had an item that only functioned in a vacuum, would it work? Tell me about it. I don't want to. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's it gives me a fly speed, but it only works in a vacuum. Yes, that would work. Okay. So... As my first action, as a move action, I dissipate the cloud array. You see it just, the nanites just kind of like form, reform and follow back into Whisker. And then they are going to form into these like solar wings as they, I construct with my gear array, a augmentation called void flyer graft. And so these like, like paper thin butterfly like wings appear behind whisker and they grant me in a vacuum only 60 feet of fly speed wow amazing and you just see whisker like take one big puff with the wings and jets across the entire chasm to stand in the way of the two (laughs) siblings nice all right. That's hardcore. That's, That's a good cool. friend. As you go by, the dervish is going to take a swing at you. That is expected. Not today. <sighs> I just, I can't Central one. Get this. Right back to it. I love when you do another that. one. Not one. Ooh, so I need to one? roll and yeah, see if I have to take some cards from All this. Right. Also, Adam, just to make this just that much worse, I forgot I'm Photon Alliance, so he does take an extra two damage. On top of the two. You know what? I'm going to chip it away. Absolutely. I'm going to chip it. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Chips ahoy. Wait, are we level six? Are we level seven or eight? Eight. 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 I get another D8 on that. Three more. You got it. Sure. (laughs) I forgot what level we were. Leslie, please choose the card. I always choose two. So. You got it. The second hand. Always two. Always two. If you've seen Silicon Valley, that's very funny. (laughs) 
The joke I said was very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so you know. All right. I know how I'm going to play this. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. You will find <gasps> out. I promise. Secrets? You made me tell about my Void Flyer crap. Secret secrets are fun in this case. That's true. Okay. okay. Well then, uh, as my standard action. Oh wait, I moved as my standard action. So I'm done. I am so glad I am not dealing with a nat one in this fight. Mm. That was a good time to have it. So Whisker, you fly over. The dervish takes a swing at you and you just dip out of the way, swoop around and land right in front of these two Lashunta that have these moats around their head. Go ahead, give me a perception roll as you do. I will do that. Two more combatants. That's a 29. 29. You recognize them right away from the picture that Cat had pulled off, Soul's data pad. You know these are their family as they just screamed about it only moments ago. But the other thing you notice is that while one of them, the one to your north, a more sturdy looking female Lashunta seems to be in a haze, the other one appears to be coming to their senses. And they're looking around kind of startled and you just hear them kind of speak to themselves and there's like, so? Are you Effa or Asha? They look over to see a winged Yusoki right next to them and they're just like, winged Yusoki, giant tiefling soul. Yes. You're not safe here. You need to protect yourself. See that one? That big Pasheng Wala right there? He is trying to get inside your mind. Steal yourself. And is that the end of your turn, Whisker? That is the end. As they pull down their moat and pull out of sword. Yes! They're going to take a little step up right near where you are. And they're going to hold up their rapier like a fencer as they wait for the dervish to approach. I love it. And that pose, you 100% have seen Soul take any time they draw their sword. Oh, that's so cool. They might bodily fling themselves in a sloppy way, but when they draw their sword, it is a fencer's pose. So since you're right next to them, you see that this other Lashunta is just in this haze. They have one hand against the computer console they appear to be next to, and they're having a lot of trouble right now. Come on, Asha. I look over at the one that is like taking a defensive stance and say, Soul hasn't told me much about you, but I'm glad to meet you. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening, but it's nice to meet you as well. You seem like a very nice person. <laughs> Why, thank you. You're quite pleasant yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward when your family meets your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so over in Narian's lab, pawns. You see that the dervish is obviously right in front of you, and their eyes appear to be rolling back into their head occasionally, and then they'll snap back to looking at you again. And you see that when their eyes snap back one time, they take this wild sweeping swing as they trip over Soul's body, who happens to be right next to their foot, and stumble a little bit. Yes. And they appear to have injured themselves in doing so. Wow, that's pretty sad. Wait, 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 he touched my body. 
He takes electric ah, damage. Ah, ah, ah you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rolling. why he stumbles. <laughs> Wait, I gotta remember how much it is. One d six. One d six. That's only two, but I'll take it. But he's a he's a tiefling. Unless he's gone full fire, he's got resistance. Uh, isn't electricity that you're doing? Yeah. Do they have electricity? Okay. Yeah, do you get cold electricity and fire unless you specialize right. in one element? Right. Ow. Okay. No, that goes through. If you guys remember last time you fought, they were taking electricity damage. Brilliant. So yeah, That's Soul's amazing. unconscious body zaps him. From Brandon's <laughs> unconscious body, yeah. Channeling a Brandon there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so they bump into Soul's corpse and then, not corpse, they bump into Soul's body <laughs> and take a weird swing as they snap back into this. <clears throat> and they look at you, Pawns. Well, that's what the natural one did. That's what oh. the natural one did. Oh. oh, this is perfect. Okay. I'm so happy. Oh, I see very well then. And they're gonna move back across the room away from you to the computer console over there. Okay, okay. And they appear to be preparing to do something, but uh, things didn't go well for them minutes ago. So, Pawns, you're up. Okay, so Pawns, seeing the dervish fall and give him the opportunity to actually cast a spell without consequence here, he is going to form a portal below his feet as a Yo. secondary portal appears oh. on the north side near actually the computer <gasps> that he traveled to right there. Nice. Beside <laughs> Nerian's cage. And you're going to see Pons Looney Tune this, grab the circlet on his way down, and warp through this portal to appear and create a crashing cloud that is going to damage all the equipment. <gasps> nice. Oh, nice. Around nice, him dude. as he lands. That is legit. So that is going to be a few, I think, D8 to the surrounding area. It is also going to make it difficult terrain should help a little bit. Oh. Very nice. All right. Attention, that move. And that's going to be 24 damage in a 10-foot uh, area around me. Five, sorry, five-foot okay, five foot area around me. Interesting. So you come out of this portal right next to all of this equipment, including the tube that Narians is in, and it casts out this wave. And as it hits the tube's plastic container wall, you see one of the runes light up and <laughs> like a barrier around the tube itself. But you do see it damages the technological components all around you, including yes. part of the computer that he was moving towards. All right. Mm. Okay. And then am I able to still use my move action to continue putting the circlet back onto my head? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And that's the end of my turn. Nice that nice was round. so good. good that was so, so good. Happy with that. Smooth move. Ooh. Love that. Okay. Okay. Very well done, Pawns. Thank you. <laughs> the opposite of touching the explosive runes in the fireplace. Koto, you are up. <laughs> Some redemption for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Koto looks over to Para and says, if there was ever a time for us to execute our team-up move, now would be the time. 
I thought you were going to come with a cool name for it. <laughs> <laughs> the name will come later. <laughs> oh, you guys not have time to brainstorm cool names yet? <laughs> you uh, have just you, 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 you quiet. You quiet. Shut you up. Quiet. <laughs> Para, I'm going to need some time to get this set up. Just move in front of me when you have the chance. Understood. All right, so Koto will begin uh, moving her arms in a circular fashion, forming her infinity lash. She grabs it, turning it into that rainbow-colored whip that she uses. And then for her second move action, she will expend a second-level spell slot to empower it up. So, like, at first it starts glowing with, like, rainbow energy, but then as she focuses on it, you see it uh, become a little bit thicker. And as, instead of just coming, like, an energy, like, tendril, it then turns into one of those, like, I forget the name of it, like what the weapon's actually called, but it's one of those like chain weapons. It's like a rope with a blade at the end of it. Um, that like that it's like, like a flail kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll have to think. I'll like look a up knife the name. flail. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then nice. she just kind of like like slaps it on the ground a few times and is like, "All right, let's do this." But that's the end of her turn. <laughs> I'm getting big Quistus vibes from exactly. FF8. Yes. <laughs> At the end of her turn, Console just yelled, Nima, move! <laughs> also, sure. 5e, get out of there! <laughs> more, more than likely, you too, Soul. <laughs> okay, that's your whole turn? That's my whole turn, yeah. I gotta set it up. Okay, Hara, you're up. Hara looks uh, uh, to Koto, nods, and dashes forward. Not dashes forward, I run forward. Um, it's 30 feet. Uh, he reaches out his arm, which becomes a, a longer tendril. And um, how do you run this map? Uh, so you just need to be in range of uh, that spell. Oh, and I am I'm here, right? Right. I should do it. I can get from there. That would be perfect. That's 35. Oh, just one back then. All right, and go ahead and give me an acrobatics check as you move over some of these gaps. That's a 27. Ooh, you fall into the hole and fall into space forever. Sorry, bro. Goodbye, I'm leaving forever. <laughs> I'm coming back to you, Parallaxis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I have to go use my turn to get you. All right. Is that your turn? Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, Paul's going to stand there looking back at Koto. Um, and that is uh, his turn. We're good to go. Fine. You see the dervish. This irritation crosses their face. And, you know, you guys in here have been bothersome, but this is just this sudden flash of frustration you see. And then they turn back and look around at the situation. Well, if I can't do it out there, I guess I'll have to do it in here. And so many people are going to get attacks of opportunity for this. But go right ahead. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is Huge. going to provoke my improved standstill as well. Oh, oh interesting. I, unfortunately, he's not still flat-footed to me anymore, I don't think. For the audience... A huge token just moved all the way across the map. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, I wasn't actually in range, so I don't get one. Sorry. But uh, like Soul and 5e have attacks of opportunity, and but 5e has that improved standstill, so maybe they should do theirs first. Yeah. To resolve. Yeah, those. let's see if that stops things. I am um, sweating, Adam. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I'm glad he I just got turned around and bowed back through us. So I'm pretty sure this is KAC plus eight, and it should just be a weapon attack. Uh, and improved gives me a plus four bonus to the roll. That's a 30 against KAC. Oh, oh my god. god. That's still not high enough, but. 
because they're not flat-footed. Yeah, because it's got thirty-one. Why are they not flat-foot? Flat-footed? It came back around to their turn. It it ends on five E's turn. It does. Does it? it it's until the beginning of your next turn. Yeah. Would be the beginning though. It ends at the start of the turn that initiated it. Still means it's done, doesn't it? No, nope. 5e hasn't gone yet. This is an attack yeah, yeah. opportunity. Yeah, 5e goes right after. Right after his. So that'll do it. All right. Oh, oh also, um, also, he shouldn't have been able to take an AOO on me because he was flat-footed, but I didn't think about that. And he missed anyway. Yeah, it worked out way better for you anyways. Right. <laughs> he's he's he really going anywhere yeah. right now. He's staying there. I got to zap him. Oh, and also, he should take damage from this. Yes. 30. God. I rolled a 27 against KIC, so I missed. Eight, 18 Sonic and Bludgeoning. Adam's just thinking, why didn't I go with the Pawn's army in this last <laughs> fight right now? <laughs> oh, no. We're just fine. Thank you very much. Break out the mini brains. Oh, no. That means it's coming next. Bring out the dancing lobsters. Oh. Yeah, 5e just <laughs> fires off his mag boots to steady himself as he whacks the dervish with his uh, Sonic Repressor, and it bounces his body back toward the gap yeah. in the void. Tell me he like pointed back behind the dervish and then swung. <laughs> <laughs> Aim for the fences. That would be bluff based, not sense motive based. <laughs> I don't lie about hitting people. <laughs> you imagine a robot, its whole its whole attack scheme is look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker punches. <laughs> if it works, it works. Now I want 5e to have like a hidden like Boxing glove in their chest. It's the green arrow has like the uh, arrows and has a boxing glove on the end yeah. of it. Yeah. Just comes out of his stomach. Yeah, just the little spring loaded point. <laughs> <laughs> Hangs down all floppy okay. after. Go, go, gadget boxing glove. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So he basically stopped moving there, I guess, right? So that ends his turn? Uh, that does not end his turn. That all is right. just movement. Cool. What's he doing next? Okay. Oh boy. They Moving stop again. as you bounce them back into the spot and they grab onto that wall again and they slowly turn their head at you, 5e. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Let's play then. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he hasn't landed an attack yet. Oh, He's about to. Don't yeah. taunt him! Why are you doing this? Okay, so you see them put their hands together and they pull them apart with this magical energy. Oh, hell no. Well, then I guess you're up next. And with a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, no. They're going to Ooh. grab you on both sides and this energy pours into you and it reverberates through the entire mindscape. And strangely enough, Koto, you also feel something Uh-oh. as this happens. Oh boy. You begin to reverberate from this shockwave as an energy begins to almost like a backlash spikes out in this place. In this rainbow colored energy. Oh my God. A portal begins to open. No, 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 no. not now, not now. No, no, no. <gasps> So first I'm gonna give damage to 5e, and then I'm gonna tell y'all what happens next. No! We all get kittens. I'm, a, I'll, I'm down for the kitten idea. Portal. Kittens Adam, pour out. Adam, 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 I spend a popsicle to make what Kay just said true, and kittens pour out of the portal. All right, 
Done. <laughs> Followed by the kid. Go ahead and use it. I absolutely give it to you. That's somehow worse. I am <laughs> spinning the popsicle. Each teacher so, has a dervish knife. It's canon oh, now. You didn't cancel oh, the God. natural 20? I think it's too late. <laughs> no. So the portal opens. And kittens, piles and piles of kittens begin to pour out. Yes! And as this happens, you see them all over this area, some of them falling through the holes in the area. Adam, you monster. And then they're coming out in just droves. And then you see them come to a stop and then they dig their claws into the ground and the carpet as they begin to suck back in. <laughs> Best popsicle I've ever spent. Soul grabs the cutest one. Scritches it. Rich is like, I'm leaving this podcast now. <laughs> I just, I don't want to see any theoretical kittens harmed in the making of this reality. Right? Don't worry. No kittens were harmed in the making of this episode. Just the players. 5e. You will be taking 68 damage. Oh, wow. That activates Whoa. my uh, nanites. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm sorry, what? I'm uh, down no, one six result. dice eight. It's okay. You guys keep <laughs> trying this, and I keep saying it's not going to work. This portal opens, and it seems to resonate between 5e and Koto as this energy is emanating out of them. And I'm gonna pull you guys to another map. Oh my no. god. Oh, no. <laughs> the team up move. Uh, Does my popsicle yeah. mean nothing to you, Adam? Don't worry, it'll come into play. Teamwork oh, good. makes the dream work. Kittens attack! Yeah, seriously. We're gonna fight a horde of kittens now. I am so nervous, I am sweating. So these two just blink out of existence in our map? We're sucked back with the kittens. Yeah. Everyone is sucked so the through dimension. as the oh, everyone. Okay. everyone is sucked through as the whole scene begins to draw into this place. As this portal opens and everyone, including the two ships' pieces, are just being pulled in and through, a million cats flying through this oh technical tunnel. <laughs> Yikes! Everyone <laughs> takes like five slashing damage from the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Koto, this situation is unfolding, and uh, this whole situation which you had never planned on dealing with, and you keep struggling just to stay in the moment. You've been struggling with it since you've gotten here, and the thoughts of the last universe you were in call out to you, making you long for your friends and the comfort you had managed to scrape together, and it makes you recall the friends and family that you resonated with while you're in this plateau of the unreal. And strangely enough, it also resonates with 5e, who has been fighting against this horrible murderer who has taken away their family and abducted their protectee. And as this portal pulls you through, you begin to see something, Koto that you find familiar, something that you have never been to personally, but you have seen it before somewhere. As you are thrown out, all of you, onto the main deck of a very large ship. 
and I'm gonna bring you guys over to another map. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Is it the Explodernator? Is it the Explodernator? Poor Cooper just sitting on this other map. Yeah, Cooper's <laughs> just watching. I'm having a great time over here. It's just the visual <laughs> problem. I'm just going to pull you over so you can see. All right. Oh that's, no. That'd be good. In the corner. Wow, that's cool. Is that like an RTD2 in the corner? <laughs> you all land on a hard metal surface, not unlike the place you had been before. However, as I said, Koto's the only one that seems to recognize this place. However, the rest of the second-hand crew, you recognize the front of the second-hand ship <gasps> sticking into the far side of the wall on fire. There's smoke pouring <gasps> out, sitting on the ground is a lanky Anasinoi holding their head. But closer than that, at the main control panels of this ship, you see a large hulking figure. Whisker, go ahead and give me an engineering check. <gasps> awesome looking. 27? You look over at this heavily armored figure and you recognize the trappings of a scriff design. <sighs> it's the Ooh. Omega Chief! What? What? The mind boggles at the possibilities. Um, yeah. Just to double check, did shifting mm -hmm. planes, am I still aligned? Or did I lose that when we shifted? Whatever situation you were in, in the last area, you are in now. Perfect. And I... Do not see Ephelinasa here, right? You do not see either of them. What? That, where did you get that design? In R5e, you're up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 5e is going to dance across the bridge of the strange ship. So, wait, can we or can we not see what's on the other side of this? Because it almost looks like this is a uh, separated right. corridor in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it does look that way, but this is all one room you guys are okay, in. Cool. Okay, cool. Thank you. No walls. Gotcha. Yeah. And across from this large suit of armor, you do see the dervish has arrived as well. Is someone in the armor? They are currently turned away and pressing on the computer console, so you do not know for sure, but it is moving. 5e will cross the center chamber and take a position between the Anasinoi and the Dervish, uh, intending to stand still. Um, but that is that movement is part of a trick attack, so it's going to size up the Dervish on the way over. Uh, since mode is probably not good enough to trigger with a 24. Um, you are correct. And... Take a shot with my semi-auto and hope for the best. That is 30 KAC. That'll hit. Sad face. 14 piercing damage. All right, so you guys land in this area. You roll, scoop a couple kittens, hop to your feet, <laughs> and run straight across the room and toss my Ronnie some support kittens. If anyone deserves a support kitten, it's my Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Like this. And then as you do, you drive by, take a shot, and hit the dervish in the chest. Soul, you're up. All right. Soul is going to look over, just half in a panic. They don't see Ephelin Asa anymore. They see my Ronnie looking dazed, sprawled on the ground, and they just grit their teeth 
and look across at the dervish. Fully aligned to Photon and reach up to grab their sword and pull it slowly out. And something a little bit different happens this time because that second moat that they have that's kind of this silver azure, kind of the color of their skin, it almost seems to hit the sword, which has always been this delicate silver rapier, very opposite of all the flashy gold that they are. And there's almost a faint corona of colors around it now. Hints of green, like the green of Para's eyes. Blue, like NR5E's LEDs. Rusty orange, like Whisker's nanites. Faint pink, like Ponza's brain. White, like Koto's eyes and hair. Black, like Myrani's eyes. But it's more than that. And as you look, you get, they're not really colors, but they're there and they're impressions of not just the colors, but the people. Purple like Taie's scales, and tawny brown like Scriff's fur, red like Jasper's glasses, baby blue like Brandon's tie. And it goes on and on. Faces and impressions that you don't, of people you don't know that you've never met. Shades of green like Uzi and Boa and Vin's hair. Dark brown like Reb's fur. Countless glimmers of colors. Because something has finally started to snap into place. Because as much as Soul has always tried to be a star, as hard as they have tried to shine on their own, they're not. They are a moon, and they shine brightest when they reflect the light of those around them. Oh, that was beautiful. Happy Pride Month, kids. Happy Pride Month. (laughs) (laughs) This episode's not airing during Pride Month. No, no. It's always Pride Month somewhere. (laughs) And just with not quite the seething rage you're used to seeing with them, but also not with the arrogance you're used to seeing. They move quietly and deliberately forward. They walk directly up to the dervish, holding his eyes, and he's going to need to make a save as Sol simply goes supernova. Yes! Oh my god. Let's go. Yeah. That's no moon. That's no moon. It's a reflex save. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) General Dervish. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine you'd be taller. (laughs) What does it need to be? Uh, 17. That's a fail, my friend. He's still going to get some resistance because this is fire, but that is going to be... 9d10 fire damage. Ooh. 9d6. I'm sorry. You're right. I clicked Was the wrong one. he immune? He's not immune, but he has resistance. So he's either got 5 or 15 resistance. I don't know which, based on his stats. Uh, but 9d6 damage. It's going to be 30 points of fire Woo. damage. Nice. All right. As without any swagger, without any posturing, Soul simply stands, turned sideways, sword ready, waiting. You also get to add uh, your oh, photon two. mode bonus. Yes. Stop adding things on top of this. No. 32 points of fire damage, reduced by his resistance, but heck you, that'll still do some. <laughs> uh, you walk up and literally go off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they are no longer on fire. And they 
oh, burst into flames. And uh, 5e, you're almost singed, but you're just barely okay. Nah, it happens. The nanites will clean it up. All right. As Whisker, you are up next. Oh, Whisker moves up. Not quite sure, like stands right between this scriff design power armor and the dervish. Is the power power armor still back to us? It still is, yes. Very upset at the existence of this without consent, but uh, it's not doing anything to us right now. So going to attack the dervish. Oh, I thought you were going to attack the power armor. I thought about it, <laughs> but there there is one threat that is currently greater than the other. That's a 25 against KAC. That'll hit. And you're going to take... It's going to be bludgeoning this time. This is just this giant nanite fist whacks you in the <laughs> chest for 30 bludgeoning. Yes. Oh, okay. 30 bludgeoning. Good lord. That'll wake you up. Boom. You are not getting away this time. What is it, Kakepensa? Nakangepensa? All right, so you move up just after this explosion goes off. Kittens are scattering, jumping <laughs> through walls and just teleporting away. Just <laughs> They're just disappearing back into whatever mindscape or I don't know. Somebody cast summon catnip. <laughs> but they're scattering in all directions. I feel bad for the kittens. As this explosion of fire goes off, it seems to catch the attention of whoever is in fact inside this power armor. Oh. And they turn to face everyone, and it just is a stomp as they turn around. This is such big power armor, too. It's got it's, it's so huge cool and like are those horns or are those pul shoulder pauldrons? Those look like pauldrons. Are they not horns? Uh, I thought oh, I horns. Oh no, yeah, you're right. It's a bit like Gypsy Danger. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're wide enough out that he can shrug yeah, without impaling yeah. himself, which is ahead of most video game armor. <laughs> yeah, now that I see it, it's definitely Paul Well, right. if it was video game armor for uh, for a female character, then it would be just a bikini. That would probably offer even greater protection than a Scriff Power armor. Scriff Power bikini. <laughs> I mean, it does kind of have a Samus Aran look to it, though. Right? It, it does. Mm -hmm. mm. Souped up version of a Varia suit. They turn back and they first look over everyone that has suddenly appeared in this room and then you see their head go up towards the dervish what's what are all you doing here you i see you've come to try again well as before it won't work and then they seem to take another second and look back down at everyone else and their helmet rises up and out of the way and they say what? I thought all of you were dead. No, wait, no, no, wait, wait, no. Who is, who is that? Is this that? No. Was that, was that is tank? Like alternate version Uzi? What is? You guys look up and you see the green face of an older, grizzled looking Uzi. Yes. Omega Chief. You've already lost, Dervish. <laughs> I'd better oh, have left oh, the hell yeah. corpse. Oh, we can't lose. Koto, you now realize that you had seen this ship on Holovids, and whenever Omega Chief Uzi put out 
word to the troops, this place was behind them. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, it's, it is alternate dimension, Izzy. Oh, Koto kind of just gets her second wind and says, Infantryman Koto Yoshitada reporting for duty, sir. They look down over at you and you're not sure if it's recognition or just acceptance that you have saluted and you are part of the wasty space armada. <laughs> but they give you the most confident nod you've ever seen. Paul's just like massive sparkly eyes behind Kodo. I'm just waiting for like the barrage of rockets to go flying past us and into the dervish. Para's eyes turn into hearts. I knew, I knew it was true. The Omega Thief. Legendary. Well, Ozan may not know what's happening here, but... I pledge loyalty to you, Omega Chief. <laughs> they look over and, like, they give you a thumbs up in their power armor. Oh my <laughs> As yes, yes. from inside the arm, a chainsaw comes out oh, and begins whirring. So, so cool. cool. <laughs> and now they're hot eyes. <laughs> and they just start charging across the map. They move between Koto and Whisker, and they're going to take a chainsaw swing yes. at the dervish. Yes! Oh, just, just shaking Koto, being like, the Omega Chief! You picked the wrong place to go, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't even chainsaw! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Chainsaw, chainsaw. He certainly got a glow up, didn't he? So the chainsaw comes in and the dervish grabs the arm and the chainsaw essentially is trying to press down and they're having this strength war. Oh, he's doing like the, the, the clap yeah. against the chainsaw. <laughs> oh, so the, the anime grab. Yeah. Yeah. And Uzi's just trying to push the chainsaw down onto the dervish. And eventually the dervish is hand set on fire and he pushes the chainsaw away. Mm -mm. Oh, hell that no. Was so right. metal. So cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ponches out there. <laughs> As we pop back over. Looks over at Koto. Why is your Omega real Chief world. so much cooler? Koto, we have to have a cool name for the move now. Omega Chief is here. Oh, oh no. Oh, we got it. We got it. the art. Oh, my God. <laughs> so sick. Only the best for the Omega Chief. Of course. Don't you see why I joined the Boise Space Armada with this propaganda poster? Leadership you can believe in. This is supposed to have joined up. <laughs> Uzi wants you for Boise Space Armada. <laughs> Uzi's even smaller than Scriff was, right? Uh, they're about the same size. Yeah, same. they were. They were a little shorter. Yeah, but the yeah, armor's it, big. It's yeah, like he he barely goes up to the bottom of the chest plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's like a mech suit. Yeah. Back in Narian's lab, Pons, you see that the dervish has once again taken a moment. They seem to take a little extra time before their glowing red eyes roll back into the scene that you're in. And they look over at you. You know, I was impressed before, but y'all are putting up quite a struggle, I have to say. But if you'd be so kind of step away from the uh, implements over there, I'd very much appreciate it. And don't do it. He didn't say please. 
<laughs> you didn't say Simon Says. You know, no, no, you know what? In fact, just don't move anymore. Oh, no. And I'm going to first roll against you because you are wearing a mind circlet. And then we're going to see how things go. And what do I have to beat to get through your mind circlet? 18. Okay. Then if you would please give me a will save. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. Come on, Pons. Because that was a total of a 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. That was a 12. Oh, oh no. no. I don't have a popsicle or any other way to combat that. Does anyone else? I spent mine on kittens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. I have no regrets. What of us? What of us? What happens? As you are now under the hold person spell. Oh, Crap. Oh, no. All right. My turn is up, but it lasts until the user's next turn before I can save again. How does that work? Each round on its turn, you can spend a full action to attempt the saving throw gotcha. to end the effect. So I can... I can try to save right now, but it just wouldn't. It would just get my turn. You would lose your. T- yeah, you're going to lose at least one turn. Okay, so then I'll, I'll do a secondary save though right now. Okay. Let's see if I can come out of it. Twenty-one. So this hold person is gripping you, as if the dervish's fist was around your body at this very moment, and you cast it off. Yes. 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 All right, Pons. Oh, uh, Pons kind of leans up against the tube that Nerians is in and is like, thank you. Mm. Why won't you all just play ball? It'd be so much easier if you did. And that's the Nuh-uh. end of his turn. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had something cool planned, Adam. Come on. <laughs> well, so did I. the crux of every RPG yeah. player. <laughs> I had something yeah. cool planned. You went and blew up my technological things in the lab. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right. Back on the SS Explodernator. Koto, you are up. Uh, Koto looks over to the Omega Chief and says, Sir, it has been, it has always been a dream of mine to fight alongside you. I don't know how long we'll be here, but you can trust the people I've come with. They are great heroes in their own right, in their own universe. It's a lot to explain. But watch this. <laughs> Koto then check this out. Check this out. Koto holds up both of her arms with clenched fists and begins concentrating, holding up her energy rope, which has become this rope dart. Um, and then, as a move action, she uses her projected ability to increase her size to a large size <laughs> creature. Beautiful. Yo. Boom. Nice. <laughs> uh, now uh, standing. At the same uh, size as uh, the Omega War Chief, she turns back to Para and says, get into place, and then readies a standard action to cast a spell. I love how the voice was a little deeper when you yes. said, get into place. <laughs> get into place. <laughs> All right, Para, get into place. Uh, Para's going to get into place as he uh, squeezes between. <laughs> it's a cone. <laughs> it's a cone. I can't get around these guys. You know what, can I, can I nip in past uh, the Omega Chief? You could just barely go through an area the Omega Chief is in to not provoke from that spot. I, I have a 15 for a hold on. Okay, you're good. 
As long as it's somewhere within over here. Perfect. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Pa uh, looks like <laughs> giant code. looks up, nods, and then um, I am. So, so excuse me, and just like squeeze past. <laughs> 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 oh, you chief. Chainsaw just. <laughs> just going like out. Sorry, so sorry. <laughs> Ready. All right. So this is a team up move that we've worked up with Adam. <gasps> Koto, like, begins spinning her rope dart and then shoots it over the shoulder of uh, the Omega Chief, and it dips down and stabs into Para. And then she, uh, Koto what? says, Paralaxis, give us strength. And the uh, rope dart begins pulsing with electrical energy that shoots into Para. And Para, you can take it from here. Para jacket uh, starts to morph and split open and harden at the ends like a pair of massive beetle wings. But um, rather than um, like taking off, it starts to buzz and buzz, generating more and more electrical energy as Koto pumps it into them until they unleash it in a wave uh, right over the dervish. It's essentially just cool. uh, jolting surge, but in a cone with overheat. What? Nice. Oh, I will cast our. I okay. will cast my spell now. All right. So uh, in a in a wave of energy, uh, there's 15 electricity damage that blasts out in front of Para. This is wild. Para can't help but look back and see if you <laughs> are watching. <laughs> <laughs> So they were standing literally right behind you as you were doing this, staring at the dervish. And then you guys just unleash this wave of fire and electricity over the dervish. There's no way they could have missed it. <laughs> and I will need one of you to give me an overdrive point because there's no way that's I'll, not. I'll spend it. Okay. And what was the grand total damage on uh, that? 15 and electricity damage. <laughs> yeah, the, um, so as you Emperor Palpatine gets shocked by this wave and you see electricity arcing from them to the ground as they're bolted to the ground for a moment and then you see them start to singe <clears throat> well that was a new trick I thought I'd try something other than fire. You guys have been practicing. Surrender now while you still have the chance. Oh, I bet you'd want that, but I still got an ace or two up my sleeve. Is okay. this dervish looking any worse as we do damage to him? Oh, yes. It's not a, a, like, it's not the rate you would have hoped, but they're definitely looking worse than when we started. Absolutely. They're not just an immortal being in here. Just curious if their health pools are separate or the same. Hard to say. Yeah. Hard to say. Who's to say? Not the GM. <sighs> well, let's see about that. Why don't we? You guys are in a fun spot right now. <laughs> no. Oh, great. Uh, no, we're not. So. It's wonderful. It's going to be real good. It's going to be fun. You see the dervish begin to draw in on all the heat and electricity that has been building as you guys attack them. And they are going to cast a spell, which means people in melee get to take a shot at it. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. Ah, just out of reach. <laughs> 20 feet, yeah, just a little too far. I got a 15 foot reach now. Whisker gets an op attack. What are they, they're casting a spell? Mm-hmm. 
do we can we tell who they're targeting? Am I being targeted? <laughs> uh, give me perception roll. Thirty. They don't appear to be looking at any one individual person. Uh, well, if I do oh, hit them, though, the spell fizzles. Nice. Uh, all right, I'll I'll spend my reaction. Do it. Twenty-seven against KAC. But I want to do fun things. <laughs> <laughs> Only we get to do fun things. Twenty-five bludgeoning. Okay. And the spell fizzles. Woohoo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Other Is... people continued to attack, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sol, Sol whiffs it. The 17 against okay. KAC. Bara? Uh, oh, that's in that one for 12. Oh, no. Go ahead and roll to confirm or deny your failure. No. 16? If oh. a 22 didn't work before. <laughs> That's cool. All right, let's see what we got here. <laughs> uh, slashing by any chance? I uh, was, yes. Okay, interesting, interesting. Thank you. Oh, no. Oh, this affects pawns on the outside world again, <laughs> but, in a, <laughs> but in a negative way. <laughs> All oh. right. Suddenly feels emboldened. I think just because this is thematically the most entertaining to me. It is a regular melee. There was an extreme slashing, but this one's better. This one has actually come up before, strangely enough. The most critical of fumbles. Oh no. Reroll the attack against your nearest ally. If you hit that no! ally takes weapon damage and one randomly determined grenade on that person, if any, detonates in their square. I just told the Omega Warchief he could trust you. Omega! Oh, <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> Uh, they swung, they swung, they were too, they were trying too hard, they swung too hard. It's been a good run, guys. Uh, that's a 15. That's Where are you going against? I don't think that hits anybody, but... No, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does. All right, so your arm stretches, whips around, and you see it smacks Omega Chief Uzi upside the head and clangs uh, off. <laughs> I was going to say he smacked him oh, right in the butt. No. And just no. <laughs> I slap his ass. <laughs> Get know, they, in there! They say look where you're swinging, and Para was just so focused on, are you seeing this Omega Chief? Are you seeing this? BAM! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I am so sorry. Straight at the Omega Chief. <laughs> I was just checking the integrity of your armor. He is very yeah, hard does, to hit. Does that like, <laughs> I accidentally slapped you, and then just kind of like pats, like, Sorry. Yeah, dusting him off like, so sorry. <laughs> you guys are taking swings and stabs. Some of them are landing, some of them are not. And in the distraction of that, Omega Chief Uzi is able to find an opening with a yes! 30 versus KAC. Nice. Yes, nice. Omega Chief. And we're going to do some chainsaw damage. <laughs> is that your chainsaw noise? Yeah, that's my chainsaw noise. What? <laughs> It's like it's, it's a little slow to start. Okay. It's starting up. Yeah, it's a gas part. Well, you change the sound now. It's a different universe. They sound different. It's a new chainsaw. He's got two chainsaws. Yeah. My old one and new one. So the chainsaw blade comes straight down across the chest and it tears up their 
no longer perfectly black manicured suit Ugh. as they do 42 slashing damage. <gasps> wow. And you see this big gash open on the dervish. I'm just gonna let Uzi solo the dervish. Right? <laughs> and they stop and look at all of you. You know, for a while I took you all as weaklings, but you have proved that that is not the case. I respect that. And they look over past 5e and they see Myrani, who's just sitting there Mm -mm. back against the wall, kind of staring at whatever is happening right now. They seem to be conscious and they're looking between 5e and the dervish with these wide eyes. And the dervish just shakes their head and points right over you, 5e, and says, Don't worry, boy. Your punishment's coming soon enough. Oh. And then they look back at Koto and Para, who had just asked for Paralaxis's help. And they say, well, fine. If y'all are going to call out to a god for help, I might as well do the same. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they close their eyes, and you see this happening both inside this dream and Hans, you also see the dervish just close their eyes and stand perfectly still for a moment as the scenery once again begins to warp out from under you. And I'm going to move everybody to a new scene. Oh, oh my no. god. Bye bye. I'll oh, make including, a team. Including Warchief. No, no, it's good. Cool. It's everybody. Let's just not mention it. Man, I that, everybody. Yeah. As the scene around you is not pulled into a portal so much as it is simply deteriorating around you, and the dervish says just before the whole scene breaks away. Don't worry, goblin, I'll be coming back for you too. And he grits his teeth and tenses up and this red energy begins to stretch out, causing you guys to flicker in and out of consciousness. Para, as the darkness begins to fade and this pain begins to coat your body, Your form begins to spike wildly like a porcupine. The energy you feel grounds you in a panic as you stand before the throne made of a trillion pieces of technology flaring into neon brilliance merged into a semi-living ship moving, shifting, writhing, energy flares with the movement of the one who sits on the throne as they turn their burning green eyes upon all of you. We will see you in the season finale. When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio. 
at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com as well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated, all rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins. I'm like sitting here thinking, man, it would be nice if we had a popsicle to undo that nat 20. And then Leslie's like, kittens! I want kittens! I'm so happy that that happened. It was amazing. <laughs> I really worried that I jumped a gun on using it to help you with the acro check. And now I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm still doing better than Leslie. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>